This is Fresh Ed, a weekly podcast that makes complex ideas and educational research easily understood. I'm your host, Will Brem. Today is the 200th episode of Fresh Ed. 200! It feels strange to celebrate during a pandemic. And we aren't the only ones trying to figure out how to strike a balance between celebration and mourning in these unprecedented times. Around the world, students are celebrating their graduations from high schools, colleges, and universities. While the future is certainly uncertain, it is important to acknowledge this milestone for students. So to the class of 2020 and their teachers and mentors and parents, congratulations. And to celebrate our own milestone of reaching 200 episodes, we would like to take you behind the scenes to meet our talented team. The people who edit and produce episodes, the people who manage Fresh Ed's social media, and the board members who guide us. We will also take this opportunity to revisit some of our favorite episodes. My hope is that you'll get a sense of the massive volunteer effort it has taken to get to 200 and where we aim to go in the future. So let's jump right in with the first person to join the Fresh Ed team when it was mostly a one-man side project that I was running out of my small apartment in Tokyo, Japan. Hi, my name is Sherry Young. I'm one of the producers of Fresh Ed team. Right now, I'm sitting in my room in an international dormitory in Tokyo University in Japan. I started my Fresh Ed journey when I was a master's student. I joined simply because I want to learn more about education, and I always found of listening to radios and podcasts. My main work is editing shows and posting them, and also translating and proofreading works on Chinese translation, which we started recently with our amazing translator, Zhang Dian. My favorite episode of all time is the conversation with Professor David Harvey at our 100th episode. Fresh Ed listeners, it's Will here. Today marks the 100th episode of Fresh Ed. David Harvey, welcome to Fresh Ed. Thank you. So here we are sitting in Musashi University. I'm really glad to have the chance to uh, use my amateur editing skills to make some contribution to the field of education, which I have great passion about it. And it's been a such great pleasure and learning opportunity for me. Also based in Japan are two members of our board of directors. My name is Yuto Kitamura. I'm a member of the board of directors for the Fresh Ed. I'm sitting right now in my room in Tokyo, Japan, somehow quiet for the last few weeks because people stay basically stay home due to the coronavirus. This is really a challenging time, not only in Japan, but across the world. I know many people have been struggling, but I do hope uh, things get better and education somehow will play the important roles to overcome these situations as well. I support the Fresh Ed as a board member, and I've been involved in this uh, wonderful project from the beginning when 
Dr. Will Brame started the project. I used to work with him very closely at the University of Tokyo. And when he was working at the University of Tokyo, he came up with the idea of launching the Fresh Ed. So I, I've been discussing with him about the idea, and then I've been supporting him uh, from the beginning. I have been so fascinated by listening uh, uh, some of the legends in the field of comparative education talking about their works, their experiences, and even their life in this fresh ed. I, I call them legends. I mean, because even about 25 years ago, when I was a graduate student, they were already the superstar in the field of comparative education. And I really read a lot of their articles and books. And uh, I was so fascinated and I really appreciated that, you know, they, I could actually listen to their voices. I think the fresh ed is very important to deliver the actual voices of the scholars, practitioners, and experts in the field of education around the world. So we can really, really listen their insights from the dialogue that Dr. Brehm has been conducting and initiating. Lastly, but not, not the least, I really appreciate uh, Dr. Will Brehm for this wonderful, wonderful project and I promise to continue supporting him. My name is Keita Tagayama. I am one of the board of directors for Fresh Air. I am at the moment sitting at one corner of our living room at home where I hear uh, my daughter talking to her teacher and her classmates online as she's engaged in the virtual classroom, so I'll probably have to be a bit quiet here. I don't remember the first time I heard about Fresh Ed, but it was a long, long time ago. Um, I have known about it from the time when Will was just starting up, uh, but I never imagined that he would end up developing something like what Fresh Ed is like today. I work for Fresh Ed because I think what he and his team are doing is, is wonderful. I remember listening to many, many episodes of Fresh Ed, so there are too many, simply too many to, to list here. To me, what's important about Fresh Ed is, is that it does what it claims, that is to make the complex ideas easily understandable, and it's a fantastic teaching resource for me. I always get something beyond what the authors write by listening to the shows. Our team has always been scattered across the globe. We were actually quite adept at working online when the pandemic hit. Take our social media coordinator, who started working for Fresh Ed in Japan, then moved to Indonesia, and is now in South Korea. Regardless of location, work for Fresh Ed always continues. My name is In Jung Jo, and I am sitting in my room in Korea being quarantined for two weeks as I just returned from Jakarta. 
I began to be a part of Freshet team since March 2019 when I was a master's student in Waseda University in Japan. And I was looking for an opportunity to cultivate my professional skills and understand what would be look like working in the education field. I am working as a content developer for Freshet. I have so many episodes that I love, but among all, my all time favorite is Professor Sumer's Education, Gender, and Sexual Health, where she talks about teaching body changes by removing fear and shame and providing empowerment through puberty books for girls and boys. Today, we discuss education, gender, and sexual health. My guest, Marnie Summer, has helped develop puberty books for boys and girls in low income countries. And it really is super important to us that each book is developed in that country because I feel very strongly that the only way it will be meaningful to that country, to the girls in that country, to the teachers and government, is if they feel it really reflects girls' experiences and their own societies. Marnie Summer is an associate professor of sociomedical sciences at the Mailman For students, School of professors, and people working in education, FreshEd episodes are the great sources as teaching and learning materials. Research inspiration, academic motivation, and more. Now we head over to Turkey, where the newest member of our team lives. My name is Fatih Aktaş. I am sitting at my apartment on my university campus right now. The campus has been very silent these days. The coronavirus pandemic pushed universities to shift classes online, and there are not many people around. I am enjoying every minute of my work in Freshet since I joined the team in January of 2019. My role in Freshet is to contribute to the project as a researcher. I collaborate with the team to develop interview questions as well as find guests for upcoming shows. I work for Freshet because its mission and values resonate with me. Making ideas in educational research more accessible and unraveling their complexity through conversations with expert academics in the field is a valuable endeavor. About my favorite episode of all time, I think I will go with Angela Liddell's Defining the Field of Comparative Education episode. For me, comparative education is about extending the boundaries of our knowledge about education, moving it beyond national systems of education. It's about making something that appears to be rather unfamiliar, studying it, making it familiar, and in the process of making it familiar, possibly making what originally was familiar, making that rather strange. Angela argues that it is best to... I always add this episode to my comparative education course syllabus. I can see that Freshet has been incorporated in some courses, either included on course syllabus or introduced as optional learning material. And I hope that the use of Freshet on educational related courses has become more widespread. Let's head further west to meet a few more of our board of director members who are based in Europe. My name is David Edwards and I am on the Fresh Ed Board of Directors. Right now I'm sitting at my house in Brussels, Belgium, and I am in the quarantine and listening to my family, I think, make lunch in the kitchen and discuss their 
virtual education travails. I first heard about Fresh Ed uh, through my friend Hugh, who recommended many couple of years ago that I started listening and I subscribed. Um, at that time, I think um, Susan Robertson was the first one I listened to. Um, I always love listening to. Susan Robertson, welcome back to Fresh Ed. Thank you, Will. Very nice to be back here. Although what we're going to be talking about, I'm not sure really. That was what I anticipated my return might be about. <laughs> I know. It's been it's been a crazy last few days watching what's been unfolding in Britain. The UK has uh, voted in a, in a referendum um, by 52% uh, voting to leave and 48%, which is now a significant margin, um, voting... What is so important about Fresh Ed? I think it's important because it cuts through a bunch of jargon and at the same time uh, introduces research issues that are meaningful for people and you hear from the researchers themselves and it doesn't shy away from theory and difficult questions. And I think that for the field of comparative international education, the debates are increasingly more and more important. Hi, my name is Arathi Sriprakash, uh, and I'm on the board of directors for Fresh Ed. I'm sitting in my living room right now in Cambridge, and I can hear my daughter painting with her watercolours. I'm really thrilled to be part of Fresh Ed. It's been an amazing teaching and learning resource over the years. And the thing that's so important about Fresh Ed is is its openness, its accessibility and openness, not just to people, but to ideas, to debate and dialogue. And I think as we head into a future where knowledge is ever more mediated by industries and capitalism, this focus on openness uh, and critical dialogue and debate will be ever more important. So I'd like just like to thank all the contributors and listeners to Fresh Ed um, for making this uh, resource come alive for us. Now let's continue our global tour of Fresh Ed in the United States, where we have a board member and two producers. My name is Iveta Silova, and I'm one of the advisory board members for Fresh Ed. I'm sitting right now in my backyard quarantined like everybody else, and uh, I'm located in southwest Arizona in the Sonoran Desert. I hear a lot of bird activity around me in the backyard. We have uh, several very large trees and the birds are building nests there. So I'm listening in to some of the conversations that they're having. I first heard about Fresh Ed probably right around the time when Will Bram was dreaming Fresh Ed into existence right up to he moved to Tokyo, Japan. I do a variety of different um, things for Fresh Ed, ranging from reviewing budgets to brainstorming new ideas for shows to thinking about new configurations such as Fresh Ed Live and uh, what this could mean moving forward in the context of uh, quarantine. 
I'm very excited to be a part of the Fresh Ed team because I find this community very intellectually stimulating. I like being connected to a group of such open-minded people that are very eager to explore various ideas in education and also work together to envision education differently. There are lots of things that are important about the Fresh Ed, but to me, probably the most critical one is the very personal connections that the Fresh Ed establishes between uh, the academic work of various scholars and practitioners and um, people involved in education advocacy and the connections between their work and who they are personally. I really like listening to the very personal experiences behind the works that people do. It helps explain why people do the research that they do, why they practice in particular ways. And um, I think this makes the academic work and the practitioner work as well much more personal and uh, much more engaging to me. Hi, um, this is Ashik. Right now I am in Washington, D.C. and the sounds I hear are mostly construction. I will take you outside so you can hear them too. I don't know if you hear that, but it's pretty loud. I am one of the Fresh Head producers, and that means I edit weekly episodes on a rotating basis, and I also produce special shows. I first heard about Fresh Head from one of my mentors, Yuval Dvir, who was with the Fresh Head team at the time, and that was in 2018. I think Fresh Head is important because it makes academia accessible, and that is something that I struggled with when I went to college, was finding that the more I immersed myself in theory, the less I was able to connect with friends and family I knew, um, which is often a problem faced by first-generation kids at college or low-income students. But I found that as I was grasping these academic concepts, um, they definitely had wider applicability, and I felt like I wanted to get the, those concepts out into the world to as many people as possible. That's one of the reasons I joined Freshhead, but that's also one of the reasons why Freshhead is extremely important because it is opening up access to academia, a field that has been closed off for so many people for so many years. And now anyone can tune in and listen to an author, a policymaker, talk about their work, their research. Hi, everyone. My name is Hang, um, a postdoc researcher at uh, University of Minnesota. Um, currently, due to COVID-19, I'm working from home um, based in Houston, uh, Texas. So I'm one of the three editors of Fresh Ed. 
and we take time to edit the shows based on our availability and interest in a particular show. I was also a social media coordinator uh, last year, um, helping to spread the information about the shows and events uh, uh, produced by Freshet and uh, to get more audience to listen to our shows. And I um, also help uh, transcribe and translate uh, uh, some of the shows when uh, I have um, more time. Um, so you know, I was involved in uh, Fresh Ed uh, since I was a PhD student. Um, I studied at Lehigh University, um, where Wimbram got his master degree. So um, we kind of uh, know each other. What are the favorite episodes that I've worked on so far? Mm, well, you know, uh, we are not professional editors, um, but for me, I have many wonderful experiences editing the shows. And um, uh, one of my favorite, favorite episodes so far, um, maybe the recent um, episode, which I remember uh, 196, it is an interview with Armand Doucette uh, about teaching and learning in the COVID-19 time. I, I think this, this pandemic is giving us the opportunity to realize how connected we are and what global solidarity th truly means. And we have these large questions and sustainable questions that need to be answered. But I think maybe this is the first step. This is like a form. You know, Armand spoke uh, from his home where he was taking care of his baby son. And I think that is the very first ever episode interviewing a scholar in that situation, uh, you know, with a lot of noise, uh, bumping, stumbling, and uh, baby screaming, and several times of interruption. So actually, Aman was not really kind of focused all the time uh, during the interview. Uh, but while I was editing, I purposefully left um, the noise as it was. So it sounded kind of authentic and natural. Um, I like this episode not because of the content, but also because of, um, uh, you know, uh, the situation where we are now, which is very challenging, and many of us uh, who are researchers and um, uh, scholars uh, have to stay at home. So the show really resonates with me, uh, who is a mother, um, mother researcher. And I know that um, we need to manage multitask um, because uh, um, our children are up, um, up from school. So it is not really um, easy for many of us, particularly, particularly during this challenging time. COVID-19 has moved many of our daily activities online. Increasingly common are Zoom lectures, Zoom coffee breaks, and Zoom happy hours. My parents even attended a Zoom funeral. Strangely enough though, Fresh Ed has always occupied a digital space. We've always been online. And we've actually been trying to break out of it. Last year, in 2019, we held a live event that aimed to create a physical space for this digital medium of podcasting. My name is Joost Banks. I am the executive director of NORAC. 
So we're very pleased to partner with Fresh App tonight and to bring, actually, this is a historical moment for me, from what I understand, the first live Fresh App. And it also marks the 150th episode of Fresh App. Oh. Right. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. When you began in 2015, uh, and it has been downloaded for more than 200,000 times mm -hmm. so far by people across the world, students, teachers, and the general public alike. Tonight, Fresh at host Will Green will speak with Director of NORAC, Professor Dieter the event in San Francisco was not only the first time that Fresh Ed was in a physical space, but also the first time our whole team got to meet in person after working together for so many years online. It was really a wonderful moment. Sadly, though, it might be our last. COVID-19 has interrupted the planning of all of our future live events. But the pandemic has actually been an opportunity for Fresh Ed, too. It's given us time to think about our future in new ways and about what we truly value as a podcast. Here's where the team hopes to see Fresh Ed in the future. Well, in the future, i like to see more interactions with our listeners, and I'm hoping more and more scholars, researchers, and students can get involved in Fresh Ed podcast, uh, can be part of this interesting global communication. I hope to see more expansion of the Fresh Ed. We've been discussing about, uh, you know, uh, how to expand the Fresh Ed. Maybe having more various languages available. And also even video recording. Some of the interviews I wish to see the faces of these scholars and experts. Of course, you know, it's already uh, good enough to listen to their voices. But some of the uh, interviews, it may be good to have the, some of the video as well. But anyway, there must be much, much more ideas how to improve the fresh air in the future. And I do hope more people join and then support and uh, even work with fresh air. I would like to see Freshet continue with what he has been doing, but I'd also like to see more authors, uh, non-native speakers of English, uh, based in non-English speaking parts of the world beyond the usual Anglophone countries, to be interviewed. I hope that Freshet could build such a domain where scholars, listeners, and Freshet team could engage with each other about their ideas and feedbacks. I also hope that Freshet keep inviting more professionals in various ethnic and cultural backgrounds who are having hands-on experiences from working in the fields. I also would like to see that Freshet will continue transcribing episodes and translating them in some other languages which will help us more to build a diverse set of audience. I'm quite excited about the idea of multiple languages and language platforms so that researchers in countries that are not exactly resource flush can have access 
and both in terms of sharing their own thinking and work, as well as learning and building on that work that others are doing in a way to deepening the understanding and the knowledge is constructed in a more equitable uh, and distributed way uh, for the benefit of, of our societies. There are so many fascinating things that Fresh Ed could do in the future, but I think first and foremost, it should continue to move forward towards its very bold vision of making complex academic ideas easily understood by a broader audience. But in the same vein, I'm also wondering if Fresh Ed could try to think about linking more directly to various communities that are working on very similar issues as we are in the field of education. So, for example, when we try to re-envision the future of education, very similar efforts are also going on among other groups, like in the film or in the art communities or in the literary communities as well. In particular, for example, about so many science fiction writers who make very, very radical and bold attempts to re-envision the future and very often also bringing in education as um, one of the contexts that they're thinking through. So I think it would be really fascinating for the Fresh Ed to not only stay within the academic community, but also explore potentially the links to all of these other like-minded communities, whether it's film or art or literature or other genres. For the future, I think I'd like to see Fresh Ed produce more shows in collaboration with other platforms. I really enjoyed our collaboration with Arizona State University, for which you may remember the climate and education episode. Um, that was really fun to produce and it allowed us to not simply present an idea or a piece of work, but look at education from a very critical lens. Um, in the future, I would love to see more interaction from audience, especially those who are loyal listeners, like uh, young researchers or scholars uh, like us. So um, if you are listening to Fresh Act, uh, please feel free to send in questions, suggestions or ideas. Um, and these ideas will be considered to be included in our future interviews. Other future plans include launching Fresh Ed in China on the WeChat platform later this year, redesigning our website to make past shows easier to find, starting new podcasts in other languages with new hosts, and producing new episodes on the pandemic. There's a lot more to do, and our experience over the past 200 episodes confirms our commitment to being an open access podcast without advertising. We will work towards decolonizing knowledge production across the world while still bringing you cutting edge research in education. To do this takes more than a dedicated team. It takes a committed audience. So thank you for your continued support in the show. I know we live in a difficult time. I know many people are struggling. 
and I hope that Fresh Ed can play a small part in helping you make sense of education in these turbulent times. So thank you for the past 200 episodes, and I am so excited for our collective future. Today's show was produced by Lushik Waba. Thanks to the entire Fresh Ed team, including Sherry Yang, Hong Zong, Fatih Aktas, Ing Jung Cho, Iveta Silova, Yuto Kitamura, David Edwards, Arithi Sriprakash, and Keita Takayama. I'd also like to thank our past team members, including Yuval Devere and Aggie Hu. Original music for Fresh Ed was created by Digital Primate. Thanks to Daniel Birch for allowing us to use his song In Pursuit of Silence. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews really do help. Fresh Ed is an independently run podcast without advertisements and is made possible by the support of the Open Society Foundations, NORAG, and listeners like you. Please consider becoming a monthly sponsor of Fresh Ed by visiting freshedpodcast.com support. Thanks for listening. I'm Will Brem. And I'll be back next week.